This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It is Tuesday, the 3rd of June, 2014. 45 years after the summer of love. And... uh, here we are. Oh, thank you. Here we are, uh, in and around the Arcola uh, Theatre, <laughs> um, for a very special event. It's uh, it's the Football Ramble live and direct. Uh, as you've noticed, I'm, I'm sure we got we got some cameras in. So we're not only doing our first ever live uh, uh, podcast, but also um, we're filming it as well. So uh, you know, you're probably wondering who the fuck I am. I should probably get into that first and foremost. Uh, my, my name is Ben, some people know me as Doc, but uh, I, I am the producer of, of uh, the Football Ramble Live. Uh, I got involved as a fan, exactly the same as you guys. Been listening for a hell of a long time. Uh, when I first started doing stand-up, I used to listen to it in a car every, every time. Every time I was in there, listening to it non-stop. And uh, got into the whole thing, was fascinated by what the hell these guys look like. <laughs> and... Uh, Made it, made it my mission to, to sort of go out and, 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 and see, seek them out and meet them. And I was just amazed that this had never happened before, you know? Because let's face it, there's lesser football podcasts that have live events. Uh, and I just thought, I thought fans such as myself and, and you guys, we, we, deserve to, we deserve to see them. I want to see what they look like. I want to see them. Who's fat? Who's short? Who's tall? Who's got specs? Who's the funniest? Who's really the funniest? And, and who has the most knowledge and do they just read it off a, an iPad or do they actually know? Do they know for real? So tonight we're going to find out. But no, hopefully it will go smoothly and, and we'll all be out here in, in 90 minutes. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a podcast, as you know, that uh, avoids all cliché. And so uh, at the end of the day, I think, uh, <laughs> obviously, you know, um, these, these four lads, uh, they, they, they're going to give it their all. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, they're just going to get their head down and, and enjoy, their, enjoy their ramble, you know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that, that's really it. I just really want you guys to enjoy it, and I, I can't wait to see it myself. Um, so, uh, yeah, enjoy the show. Gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, it's the Ramble Boys, one by one, Marcus Speller, Pete Donaldson,
You can't start a fire without a spark, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Football Ramble Live. Here we are. Here we are. Absolutely magnificent. I would introduce us, but we've already been done. So there's absolutely no need at all. But it's lovely to see your smiley faces looking at us. We are going to start in traditional fashion with an opening question. Why would we change a winning formula? Uh, no comments on that, please. Uh, a few weeks ago, only a few weeks ago, just before the domestic season finished, 54-year-old, 54-year-old Bolivian president, Evo Morales, signed for a first division side. It was a surprise move. Um, uh, he's, he's playing for Sport Boys. Boys. Um, uh, the, the club said that they'll send the president a list of matches, which he gets to choose, because apparently he's got quite a busy schedule. Amazing, really, for a president. Um, and he's only going to play 20 minutes each game, and he'll be given the number 10 jersey. Absolutely. So, gentlemen, if you could choose a world leader, past, present, living or dead, to have played professional football or to play professional football, who would you go for? Jim. Now, I think we can all agree that Norwich went down this season because they were insipid, they didn't try hard enough, and they didn't have enough sort of, like, vim and gumption. So, with that in mind, I think Genghis Khan, (laughs) (laughs) at the base of their midfield, would would, would have been a great move for them. Because, like, you'd be terrified playing against him. And also, I don't know if you've been to Norwich, it's quite nice. It would have a good effect on the local area because it would start spreading out, it would quickly become the capital. And, um, yeah, yeah, it'd just just be nice. Although that does sound a bit UKIP, so... I'm not sure about that, <laughs> thinking about it. That's true, isn't it? A good start, a good start. Uh, Luke, what are you going for? Um, I'd like to give credit to Ivo Morales first because it's nice to see a president who actually is into football rather than this sort of uh, press opportunity thing. Oh, yeah, I support Aston Villa, I support all that. Um, I'm going to stick with the Morales team and I'm going to go for Hugo Chavez. Yes, of course. The late, great Hugo Chavez. Venezuela. A few of you around may remember suddenly Chavez. Well, the radio show where he would just appear and just. Start. Yeah, so basically, for those of you who don't, who don't remember, Hugo Chavez, who was the, uh, the president of Bolivia, used to Venezuela. occasionally... Uh, Venezuela, sorry. Used to occasionally... Um, First mistake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we start again? Um, um, yeah, he used, to, he used to appear on the... That's a train, by the way. Is that Roy Keane? It's not. We, <laughs> what, what that sound is, is when Lord Ramble is displeased. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, it the ghost of Chavez? Yeah, <laughs> He used to appear on the national radio station anyway, um, with suddenly Chavez, a little trumpet solo. A little harp. You'd, suddenly, you'd, listen, harp? you'd listen to a radio programme, merrily along, and you'd suddenly you'd hear a harp. And that was when Chavez The longest of these radio movie. shows went on for eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, I, I like that he thinks people are going to listen for that long. <laughs> eight hours, that should be about enough. Yeah, I mean. well, this is, well, tonight is all eight hours as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Lock, we'll lock the doors. Yeah. Um, I, I, think, I think what should happen is I wouldn't, I wouldn't sign in for a particular team. What I would do is I would, I would basically get a letter delivered to the manager the night before a game. Oh, where are you going with this? You open the envelope, inside, just suddenly Chavez. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> Everyone has to wait for him to come in, and he plays for everyone. Yeah. For as long as he wants. On free kicks and pens. Pens, free kicks and corners. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Pete, who, who are you going for? Enoch Powell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just speaks a lot of sense, don't <laughs> <laughs> pick, pick the younger. There was, one bloke, the 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 there was one bloke at the back end going, yeah. <laughs> Someone said it. Yeah. <laughs> pick the younger. Few rivers around here. Pick the younger. Um, pick the younger. Bit of youth in the side. Well, he drank a lot of pot, he died of a peptic ulcer. He's basically George Best, let's face it. Yeah. <laughs> so is this for any specific team or just in general? Well, he's good in Europe, so I'd probably go for something like... Uh, PSG? Yeah, PSG. Yeah. He, the French love him. That's right, yeah. <laughs> the French revolution and all that. Yeah, so I'll go for him, yeah, definitely. Excellent. Uh, I'd probably go for Winston Churchill. And I try and get him into to beach football so he could say we will fight them on the beaches. <laughs> it's um, lazy. Yeah. It's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing is thinking about a beach. 
and it was fine, backwards. but it was lazy. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't it's, think they should be laughing at that. It's better than Ian Duncan Smith, as we've heard yeah. before. Well, I think every <laughs> answer, every answer was better than Ian Duncan Smith. Uh, I've got to give out points, haven't I? Um, the the invisible Ben's points. Ben's got the points. Yeah, I think Ben's got the points. Yeah, he's already got them. Is this the first time we've dished out points in front of people? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit embarrassing. Isn't yeah, it's it? a bit. <laughs> Four grown men in a room. Actually, you're all grown men. So it's fine. <laughs> God, look at all these people, the arrogance from the ramble. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell do we think we are? Oh Goodness my, me. My giddy arm. It's got out of hand, really, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, well, as Ben Moe said, the, the first half of the show will be a domestic season review um, and looking forward uh, to next season as well. But let's start off with a little look back at our highlight of the season. Uh, Jim, a highlight of, of, the, uh, of the season just gone. This is an obvious one, but I can't not say it. It was obviously Arsenal winning the FA Cup. It was just, it was amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you can boo, but you haven't got a trophy. Okay. So, Why, you don't um, know who they support? Well, statistically, some of you haven't got a trophy. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was just beautiful. And also, I mean, on a wider point, just watching Arsenal this season hasn't, like, taken any years off of my life, which, is, which has been a real sort of change from the last nine years or so. And it was, it was just... Oh, look, I forgot how good it feels to actually win something. And it was just... I appreciate the hernia I'm not going to have in the future. Um, because of Arsenal's cup win. And, uh, like, Jack Wilshere's goal against Norwich as well, it was a thing of beauty. It felt a bit like Arsenal were kind of back. And, you know, now they've won something, hopefully we can kick on again. And, and it, yeah, it was just... It, it was just... I can't even speak. I'm so happy. so relieved by it. It's, it's like waking up from a horrible nightmare that goes on for nine years and then your 20s have gone. Yeah. <laughs> you all right, pal? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> not, not the time for the breakdown, really. <laughs> and what he meant there was 30. <laughs> Okay, so you're going for Arsenal FA Cup win specifically. If Arsenal in general. This in general, yeah. they've, they've made me. Fourth place. Fourth place is always. Well, you, you summed it up nicely when you said it's the first time since we've been doing this show they won a trophy. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I mean, also we get the trophy for four. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in a way. No Hobby, one can take that away from me. Tested. Uh, uh, Luke, highlight of the and season. I think, I think I'll go for Liverpool. I mean, obviously I don't support a Premier League team, so I can be uh, pretty neutral on this. And Liverpool really impressed me and, and, and were great to watch, and they played their part in the title race, and they went through that run of winning about 150 games in a row. Mm. A key part of the season. Um, and they played great football and they just blown teams away. And, and it got to the point where, you know, the games a lot of the time were over by half-time. And I thought that, you know, for, for a man like Rodgers, who's not been in the, in the job that long and is still maybe answering questions about his ability at the top level, it's really impressive. And, and, and in a way, I was disappointed they didn't win the title. But, of course, the, the, title, the, the table doesn't lie and all that. And, and we all know that Brendan Rodgers um, has got the trophy for the most honest group Anyway, <laughs> so uh, he, he, he rest assured at night that he has got the on, most honest group of players yeah. that have ever lived. He can't turn up to training with like a hair out of place, really, can he? No, but the, the players will be honest. Yeah, they will. They'll terrible. tell him. Terrible. They'll tell him, Brendan. You're like you shit. Terrible. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool. Will, <laughs> <laughs> That's a cheap one. I got through the whole one without doing it. I'll have that one. Uh, yeah, Liverpool. Excellent, Pete. What about yourself? Uh, it's clearly going to be Joseph Manala, the uh, Lazio. <laughs> The 17-42-year-old. The, <laughs> the man with the oldest face. Who is officially... Yeah. Who are the best body, though? The best body. Imagine a 42-year-old with that torso. Yeah. According to um, the Italian FA, he has been officially... He has, yeah. ...confirmed as 17 years old. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how they, they did that, yeah. but they, they said... They well, they've said... lied. <laughs> <laughs> because look at his face. Does it? <laughs> Do you remember the Fine Young Cannibals? Yes. Well, you're 41 then. Elite. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my club. <laughs> Let's just stop being silly, shall we? Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, mine was definitely um, the highlight of my season was only from uh, last Friday. Actually, I was at Wembley, 
Paper aeroplane hitting a Peruvian fullback. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah, if one of you has got one in their hands, <laughs> yeah. let's just get it out of the way now. <laughs> a paper plane amnesty. Let's just, I'm looking at you guys in the back. Um, it, it genuinely was one of the best things I've seen at a game. The, the, the match, of course, you know, it was never going to be the most entertaining of games. People taking it a little bit easy with, with one and a half eyes on the tournament, if you will, and uh, and, and people had the the uh, bits of paper that you hold up to make an England flag. At the start, like, uh, before, uh, as the anthems are played. And, and suddenly, playing, you know, these paper planes were coming over and, and people were, were watching them. And as they came down, there was a wee every time it, it, it went on the pitch. My mate actually missed the opening goal because he was too busy watching <laughs> the plane. And when this plane came down, I had an excellent view of it. And there was a, the kind of excitement that you don't get at an England game. <laughs> and, and as it came down... It went to, and I, my mate said, that's going to that's gonna hit him. And when it hit his head, it, a natural, everyone, <laughs> like it was up. If anyone was on the radio, you'd think the fourth goal would have scored. Oh, I, I saw that. I didn't see, sorry, I, I didn't see the game. Um, and I saw that on YouTube mm. and immediately dismissed it as like a fake. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the no. YouTube video no, no, no. is such good quality, you can see it the whole way down. Yeah. When it hits him, it is like a goal being celebrated. Yeah, it's exactly. absolutely amazing. It's a really amazing thing about it. People were leaving the stadium up. We've peaked before, <laughs> we've peaked before the World Cup. In the video. <laughs> yeah. But it started to go down and then it's as if the collective will of the stadium has made yeah. this paper aeroplane achieve sentience and just <laughs> smack him in the back of the head. He goes, James Milner, James Milner, James Milner, when Rooney! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, so that was mine, that was mine. But uh, what about disappointment of the season, Jim? Arsenal? Uh, as well? No. <laughs> double edged sword, aren't yeah, it? The, the other half of Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There certainly was a, a month or so where Kalstrom? it was just depressing. Yeah, Kalstrom was, was a strange one. It, it, it had a fractured spine. Let's, <laughs> that's one of those things you'll forget that's, when the history goes I, I like the way a manager who would sign, sign a player and saw he had a fractured spine, most managers would go, whoa. Yeah. Arsene Wenger was just like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the worst injury we've got. He's not spine He still plays for us. Well, maybe sign him to keep the army company and cheer him up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't be nice to be on your own for that long. Go on, well, what was your treatment room? I would say England's World Cup is my... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but before that comes true, um, it's Diego Costa and Arda Turan missing the Champions League final. Because yeah. that, will be, that will be the what-if of an entire generation of, of not just Atletico fans, but sort of anyone that roots the underdog. And it was, it was such, a ch- it's such a shame. It could have been such a different game. They clearly played for 90 minutes, just... Like, could not handle the, the extra time. And if Chiron had been there, you know, if Diego Costa had been able to run, which we all know is that crucial. That was weird. That was very yeah. strange. I mean, how I think- did he fake that? Like, if he couldn't run in the game, how did he convince Simeone he could? <laughs> he, he threw a paper aeroplane the other way. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think, I mean, the only thing, the only positive you can take from that is that Diego Simeone carried himself with great dignity. At the end. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, and really he showed all, that... He did all Costa's running in that one second. <laughs> <laughs> to children around the world, and it really is the taken part that counts. Yeah. Yeah. Got, victory and defeat, those two imposters just... When you've got so much energy inside, you've got to run somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to run into the crowd, that's yeah. not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Luke, most the um, oh yeah, my disappointment. Yeah. Um, probably United fans. Manchester United fans. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Are you booing <laughs> the fact that he called them United rather than Manchester United? Okay, Manchester United fans. Right. You're the only one who cares. I'm booing into my non-cop. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think really they went, as I said before, they went from being. Um, you know, known for being pretty pretty good fans, following the team around the away fans, particularly Man United, are very good. To just that team of fans that fly banners around, and and there wasn't even a Lee Sharp barbecue in sight. Oh, okay. That yeah, would, yeah. I tell you what, if Lee Sharp pulled the barbecue out, yeah. and a lot of fans went. I'd have been happy with that. But other than that, I just thought it's taken them a very short amount of time 
from from being sort of good to just shit fans. As a man who supported a, a shit team for, well, forever, um, I'd find it quite distasteful. Right. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Are you jealous that your guys can't get a plane together? I'm just jealous of it. Yeah, I'm, well, yeah, that's, that's part of it. I'm jealous of it, just how indignant they can make themselves. Yours would actually be a pepper plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with like some badly spelt words in the back. <laughs> and then with mush on the end. Yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. uh, Pete, what about you? Uh, Costas Madroglu for uh, Fulham. That Fulham. Good, yeah. yeah, 12 million quid, played. 11 and a half, actually. That was okay. Oh, yeah. That's all right, then yeah, five yeah. Bargain. So you might yeah. want to rethink your answer. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jokes um, on you, Donaldson. I don't know, maybe... Uh, but you can still have that as an answer. Kit Verdi not qualified for the uh, World Cup. Uh, yeah, yeah, Edgar yeah. Davids leaving Barnet. Yeah. At the time, Chikorito's dad couldn't find Chikorito and then he, he got lost inside a giant whale. <laughs> that might have been the plot of Finding Nemo, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do kind of forget easily. That. Can easily I just say, when we were planning this earlier, half of Pete's answers were from about three seasons ago. <laughs> <laughs> and he's <laughs> argued the toss. He's argued for ages. The Kenwin Jones pick. Kenwin Jones yeah, pick. Yeah, like, was pink last season. I was sure no, that it was this season. Never mind. One of them was Toto Scalacci. Timeless prank. And then he tried to get out of it by going, he was really good this season. Uh, I would go for Lucas Moira not quite finishing off what would have been the goal of the season. Goal of all time for yeah, Paris Saint-Germain, yeah, yeah. where he beat about five or six men. I think he started his own move in, like, in his box or something. Roasted everybody, got to the keeper, little dink over, and some horrible bloke, I forget his name, cleared it off the line. Rod Fanny, it was Rod Fanny, wasn't it? Well, yeah. the name says it all. It's easy for me to say. He's yeah. got his own problems. <laughs> it's <different. laughs> Arguably. Um, uh, well, let's, let's move on to... Can I just say, Mark, I was so disappointed about that at the time, we almost aired a feature called Enemies of Football. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You could be a Man United fan with that indignant. Yeah, yeah indeed. indeed. Uh, well, let's move on to the Premier League. Um, looking back and looking forward, Manchester United... Uh, Manchester City, oh dear, dear. Uh, <laughs> won the league. They did win the league. Um, uh, and they were the best team in the league, as the league table doesn't lie. Um, uh, Luke, Man City... Yeah, obviously I had a brilliant season. I thought that um, I actually gave Pellegrini my... Well, no one asked me, but if they did, I would have, I would have given Pellegrini my... I asked you. Yeah. And, um, and I think, you know, the job he has to do in terms of managing at that club is obviously completely different to a job, say, Pulis has to do, where, where Pellegrini clearly has to manage um, egos and keep everyone happy. And let's not forget, I mean, under Mancini, it was a pretty divided squad, and it wasn't right, They were pleased to see the back of him. Yeah, I believe that's his first title in European football. So, I mean, he's obviously done very well there. Liverpool, again, were, of course, were slightly disappointed towards the end when it really counted. Um, but City, I mean, it's so difficult to judge them, really, because they've got such resources, same as Chelsea. And, 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 but overall, you know, you can't really argue with them, I don't think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think just Torre just constantly scoring worldies yeah. from behind his shower curtain. <coughs> it's, it's just incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Torre is going to, I think, will now become the um, sort of archetypal poster boy for sort of um, oligarch football. I mean, yeah. you see him make, he's making, um, making eyes at a PSG now, so it'd be a great honour yeah. to play for them and stuff. I can see him going there for a couple of seasons, maybe two or three, and then moving to another big club and having like a last... I mean, he's, what, 31? Yeah, so he'll be like a nice 30s. big contract at another one that's come through, another big club. Um, and if he's not careful, well, maybe he wants to be the poster boy for it. For that, I mean, I don't know, but I can see him doing that. And, and really, I, I've heard some Man City fans say they wouldn't be too disappointed about that. Of course, he's contributed 20 goals a season or whatever it is, and, and he's, um, he's made a huge contribution to City's season. But I don't think people are still completely convinced by him, especially Man City fans. Um, sometimes he goes a bit missing defensively, stuff like that. I've said it before, I've been ridiculed, I don't care, I'm sticking with it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens with them next. And they're clearly going to strengthen 
Um, and, and yeah, so I mean, I, I'll, I'll be interested to see how Liverpool get on as well in the transfer market and see if, uh, if Rodgers and Liverpool can kick on. Well, they've signed Ricky Lambert, Jim. They have. That's a lovely is. one, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's a good sign, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it'd be interesting if they now lose Luis Suarez, which hopefully they won't. That's not a replacement. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, God, Six I haven't thought this through at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Done this the wrong way around. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy for Ricky Lambert. Mm. Like, he's he really like, fought so hard to become a, a footballer at the top level. He's now going to the World Cup. He's rejoining his boyhood club. It's like, it's, it's like one of us has, has like, mm. just had a dream that's come true. It's mm. absolutely brilliant for him. And I think, I think it'll be really good for them. Like Rogers has said that he's a lot more technically gifted than he gets credit for. Oh, so. he is. He's not the, the, oh, the big man that... They said just the exact the... same thing about Andy Carroll. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, right. There's 31 million more reasons why he's a little bit more than... <laughs> yeah, but I, I think if you look at Lambert, I mean, you think he's a, he's a Liverpool fan, obviously. Yep. He's, he's of a certain age and plays a certain way, so he won't mind sitting on the bench. So he won't unsettle other players. Mm. Um, he, Liverpool are going to be competing on a lot more fronts next season, so that's important as well. Yeah. It's, a, it's a perfect signing for the prize, it really it's is. A, somebody made a good point that Lambert hasn't been playing top-flight football for his whole career, therefore you could make an argument that he's not had the, the strains of, of the Premier League. So could he go on a little bit longer? I mean, he's 32 now. Mm. But it, you would have... Phillips. Well, yeah. Could, yeah. But again, played a lot of... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Do you think Lambert will get penalties? Well, it, well, ahead, of, ahead of Gerrard? No, I wouldn't no. have thought. Not ahead of Gerrard. He's a better penalty taker than Gerrard, though. Yeah, yeah, try and explain that on the training ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stephen Gerrard, mate. Yeah. That's what he'll say. That's as far as the conversation will We're go. Scouts, yeah. 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 No, I, th- I think it is a good move. And the, the, the one, well, I don't know about one criticism, but certainly a criticism of Liverpool last season was in that game against Chelsea, where they just didn't have another option. And they kept trying to play their game, and part of that's quite admirable. But, you know, there was a few jokes, oh, that was the game they could have done with Carroll and whatnot. Now, uh, Lambert is a slightly different player to, Ca- uh, to, to Carroll, but he would be a different option in a game like that, would he not? Yeah, absolutely. Like I say, the, thing is, the key thing to remember is Liverpool are going to be competing on a lot more fronts next season. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, they want to stay in the Champions League. They, they should be a Champions League club. Everyone mm-hmm. would, would probably agree they're you know, one of the top two sort of Premier League to, uh, teams in the country, really. Um, so for, to that end, they'll need to. They'll need, to, they'll need to, um, to, to compete on that level. And Lambert, I don't know whether he'll be the one that will, will make the difference for them in the Champions League. Mm. You know, but I mean, the classic example would be when they have a Wednesday night Champions League game and they go Saturday away at QPR or whatever. Lambert can go in there and he can play the whole game and he can, do, he can easily do a job there. You know, yeah, he, he'll, proven, he'll probably perform. Proven goal scorer. He'll probably be too good for them. Yeah. Also, they're, they're by no means finished shopping as well. Mm. So I'm sure there's a lot more to come. Well, into it that looks squad. like they're going to have to replace Luis Suarez. I don't think he'll be there. Well, well, I think, I think Harry Redknapp could sign Lambert before the start of the season. I thought you were going to say Suarez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, think yeah. I think you could go in there, Lambert, and get, and get him. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think, I think the ultimate test, uh, the surprising thing for me is just the PR turnaround between Luis Suarez, how what people thought of Luis Suarez at the start of last season, and what people thought of Brendan Rodgers at the start. Of last yeah, season, yeah. where it was just kind of Brent Rogers was a bit of a David Brent, Brent kind of character. I just um, still see him as David Brent, who just won a few more games. <laughs> <laughs> but like Luis Suarez was like, he didn't have heat maps; he had hate maps. That's where, <laughs> yeah. where like areas of like the pitch yeah. where people hated him the most. That's <laughs> yeah. like, it's quite interesting in the build-up to the World Cup. Uh, there's a lot of reminders as uh, reminders of Suarez's punch off the line against Ghana, mm. and everyone's going. Because yeah. <laughs> he's done so much evil stuff since that. <laughs> like you forget about probably the nastiest moment in World Cup history. Yeah. But yeah. he's been he's been seen at like PR events, kind of like the yeah. PFAs and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, obviously. Oh, he's been he's been, know, he's been putting right, himself yeah. about. And, and just also, to... he hasn't been a dick. You know, which yeah. you know is always yeah. help. <laughs> yeah. For his own stand. But not this season. <laughs> not this season. Uh, but let's go down the league a little bit to uh, to Sunderland. Pete, we'll come to you for this one. <laughs> um, uh, they, they, Thanks. They, they finished fourteenth. 
Incredible. Which is remarkable. Yeah, incredible. They were they were written off by many people. No doubt they're in this room as well. Um, uh, Who wrote off? Who wrote off? Honestly, show of hands. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple. Eight or ten honest people. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see. That's right. You're one, one out of four honest people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they, 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 they were written off, they were, they were down in the doldrums, and then suddenly a point away to Manchester City, one against Chelsea yeah. and one against Manchester United. Absolutely magnificent. Next season, do you see them struggling in a relegation well, fight again, or do we think, well, they're mid-table? Well, I think it just need, needs to learn lessons. They brought, brought in Jordi Gomez, I think, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think um, they need, he needs to stop messing Marini around with says he wants to stay at Liverpool. I think Larson's on the contract as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, they, they played 4-3-3 um, so many times when it worked, but then when they started playing three at the back, it just... They just didn't know what to do. They're, they're Sunderland players. Lee Catamore's <laughs> in there for crying out loud. I'll tell you something. I saw Lee Catamore in the League Cup final put in one of the best halves I've seen from a player this season. He was, he he's was definitely brilliant. got it in him. And he's been brilliant the last five or six he's matches. He's definitely got it in him. And he's not a Gus Payet kind of continental kind of passy-passy player. He's, no. But he, he seems to be, um, you know... Well, it was, it was interesting. Player. If you, if you, if you um, juxtapose them with Norwich, whereas Norwich had those four really tough games at the end of the season, you thought, well, the way things are going, they're down because they can't get anything out of that. Mm. And you would probably, at that point, beforehand, looked at Sunderland, looked at those three games and said, no points out of that. Mm. But they actually managed to do it, and that was the huge difference. And to be honest, that lower half of the table, we've said it before on the show, there's so much crap down there. There's not much between them. I, mean, I don't mean that as, as a flippant way. There's just not that much quality there. I mean it in a flippant way. <laughs> and, um, I mean, That's look all at, I can do. I mean, look at Newcastle, the back end of the No. It's <laughs> <laughs> like so looking at the fucking sun. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Newcastle are a top ten Premier League team. That should get the biggest laugh of the fucking night. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I did anything. But what yeah. I like about um, Gus, Gus Poyet's summer is going to be spent, he's doing a lot of punditing for uh, ITV. He? Does he really want to get back on that couch? Last time he got on there, he got fired. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah. As it happened. Yeah. As it happened, It was like the chairman. Telephone, of course. The, chairman was, the chairman was walking around his house at the time going, I've got to do something. What was he? I can't remember. I forgot what I've got to do. Turns the telly on. Gus Poyet, there it is. <laughs> Just pressing the red button. Going, yeah. How does this work? Yeah. <laughs> All this new technology. But maybe he's quite up for doing the ITV um, uh, World Cup highlights because Roy Keane's pulled out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, as far as I'm concerned, you might as well cancel the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was really looking forward... I was, I'm being serious. I was looking forward to Roy Keane's punditry more than I was looking forward to England's game against Italy. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the punditry on the game, perhaps. That would yeah, well, yeah. I might get him around anyway. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm sure he'd be up for that. Um, uh, <laughs> Tony Pulis, a magnificent job at Crystal yes. Palace. Where, where do Palace go um, f- next season? I mean, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because... It kind of happened to Pulis at Stoke, didn't it? He, he, he performs well, or his sides perform well. They are consistently a mid-table club. Yeah. But fans want a bit more. But to break into that top Do you six... Do Palace want a bit more, though? Do Palace yeah. fans want a bit more at this point? Well, if it, but if they become a mid-table club, then perhaps. Well, I think, though, it's all about consolidation for Palace now, isn't it? I, th- mm. I don't think there'd be many Palace fans going, no, we've got to have the Europa League or he's got to go. Yeah. Like, that would be crazy. No, but, but that seems to be the ambition for most Premier League clubs that aren't in the top five. Just don't go down. It's just... It's yeah. just why should support a club? It's Why bother to, going? Yeah. It's enough to sort of spawn a sort of existential crisis amongst supporting teams like that because you don't, you genuinely don't know what the end game is. What, what the it's a shot window yeah. for someone to buy you out? Because if, really, if you take Southampton really and, and all the players they've lost, which we'll come on to in a minute, Portsmouth yep. um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> fan, Luke Moore. There, can we put about twenty minutes for that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's a serious point, which I've mentioned before, is that, is that they threw the FA Cup, essentially. They threw it. You know, and, so, and really, they weren't going to finish anywhere hugely different to where they finished. 
and they could have done something in the FA Cup. And surely, if you're a fan, you're thinking, well, this is this could be great for us. You know, to win the FA Cup would be magnificent for a team like Southampton. But, but they've thrown it away because they want to get... That's exactly the same for Newcastle. Like, Mike actually busy came, came out and busy said that. They for every game if away. anybody... <laughs> if you win a cup, you automatically go down, which is not the case in no. the slightest. I think, I think actually using the whole of Newcastle United as a massive PR exercise mm. sports director. It's simple as that. It, they, they do too much stupid stuff too often to get in the press for it to be anything else. Mm. It must be that. I don't know. Yeah, that's a fair point. It really is. That's a joke or not. It wasn't yeah, a joke. Well, I, 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 do I, believe I was that. trying to work out myself, but you might have stumbled upon something yeah, yeah. there. Mm. Um, but with the, with the do you think he's making Pardew behave in the way he does then? God. Yeah, so you get all that money, you get tell that eight-year contract, but you've got to do whatever I say. He's got a microphone in his ear going, go on, tell him to shut his noise. Tell him to yeah. shut his noise. Yeah. Swear on. a bit as well. Headbutt him. Headbutt him. him. That's him. Yeah. It's like a hidden camera shot. Hey, what about the headbutt? Let's talk about Come that. Come on, Alan, just headbutt the closest person to you. <laughs> <laughs> Not John Carver. Yeah. <laughs> but I really like David Meyer. Tough shit. <laughs> I don't, we don't condone violence, of course, but it was a piss-poor headbutt. Yeah. Nice. He grew up in Scotland. I mean, I know, I know. That headbutt and yeah. how sort of that you was know, a headbrush. Yeah, well, how non-committal it was is yeah, really exactly. a metaphor for Newcastle's entire season. <laughs> yeah. It was at that moment. I could headbutt, but I don't want to get injured. It's a World Cup year. Like Remy, I don't want to play. I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, absolutely incredible. But what about Southampton? Then they've lost their manager, and um, I want to give Tony Pulis a bit more credit before we move on. Well, okay then. I think really, if you look at the job, I mean. Obviously, the nature of, of the football coverage and stuff is quite reactive, and people were writing posts on very early on, which is obviously a bit silly. But the job he did was so good. I mean, they were in the doldrums. Oh, I, I suppose my original point was that it, the, when, when you're a side fighting relegation, actually, there is excitement in a yeah. weird way around mm. the club. You're not battling at the top end, but you're battling. <laughs> the <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not no just fear. Just yeah. lots of fear. Yeah. Well, <laughs> says the man who doesn't support a club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said about that the better. Some, someone hissed then. Did they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make a decision. Yeah, I shall do at the end of the show. Um, uh, but, it, but it is true, there's, there's a little bit, there's stuff going on, but it's that mid-table um, obscurity that yeah. fans can get a little bit unhappy with, and we've seen it, as I say, we use Pulis as an, as an example. I don't, I don't think, but at Stoke, of course. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like choosing between fire and cake. Yes. It's always it's a, a, a decision a we've all made in the past. Yeah, yeah, they don't sell Luke fire Luke chose cake. <laughs> Again. Um, not even, not even fat. So no. You see him now. Yeah. We all do is do fat jokes. Not even fat. Yeah. Southampton. It sounds, <laughs> Southampton. sounds fat, though, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very boorish. Very boorish man. Can we talk Should about Southampton? Can we bloody talk about Southampton? Okay, right? um, That's what I'm always saying every week. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Well, you are now. They, they've, the manager's gone. Ricky Lambert's gone. Fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I've kept pretty quiet up till now. <laughs> A bit of applause there, bloody hell. I invited 45 Portsmouth fans. Did you? Yeah. Incredible, yeah. there's that many left. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the words of David Coleman, 1 0. Why are we talking about Southampton? <laughs> yeah, indeed we can, indeed we can. But who would you fancy for the job? Apparently, Michael Lowell. Gary Megson. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I've even called him. Get got his number. Get Meg. Yes, it is still answering on the phone. Come down in now. <laughs> we still got the Megson pointometer. Yeah, we should have. Where did you get that yeah. back? It broke. <laughs> did it? It just didn't move. Yeah. It froze. Yeah. Um, Michael Laudrup was 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 uh, his name was mentioned, and Laudrup said, "Nah, I fancy a big club." I thought, bloody hell, Mike. <laughs> well, I heard. I heard <laughs> you know, I agree with him. I heard that um, I heard Ronald Koeman's in the frame. Is he? I heard that. Yeah. Finals right. Ronald Koeman. Yeah. Oh, yes, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. I mean, Jim, any thoughts of that? Um. No, no, perhaps not, maybe. <laughs> um, uh, the Cruyff turn. We've well, got to talk about the Cruyff yeah, turn. Yeah, okay, Arthur Arte Boric. That was one of the moments of the season. Yeah. Arthur Boric's Cruyff turn against Arsenal. It wasn't a Cruyff turn. I, mean, it's <laughs> I think that's out of order to Johan Cruyff. <laughs> well, I like what he posted. Arthur Boric uh, actually posted a picture of Johan Cruyff on his Instagram. Yeah, on his Instagram. Page. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, mean, I got that wrong. At least <laughs> did he say, like, sorry about that? Sorry about that. Did it tag Johan in? He's got odd A mark of what a good season they have, though, that they can just start messing about like that in, in such a <laughs> crucial moment. It's, it's quite such a crucial on. game. But, was, yeah. I mean, who do you, have you got a, an idea of who you think will take over? I've not. I've genuinely it's, no it's, idea. It's a really interesting job for someone. Get Strachan back. Someone like, yeah. someone like Koeman would be great. It'd be, like, it depends what Cortez is going to do with them, doesn't it? I think, I think on the football level, I do genuinely think that you know, it is a little bit sad that Southampton do things the right way. They bring players through. Oh, and, they've got a magnificent academy. And they're going to get that club picked to bits now. I mean, obviously, the manager's already gone. You think Shaw's going to go, Lallana will probably go, Lambert's already gone, there's even talk of Rodriguez going, there's talk of Lovren going, mm. essentially the, the heart, the beating heart of that team is going to go mm. and I just, I just, that makes me feel a bit uncomfortable in mm. terms of how, how modern football works mm. because what's the motivation for Swampton to, to do anything? I mean they bring these players through, they've, 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 they've been known to bring these players through like Walcott and, and Bale and, and, and the players we're seeing now like Shaw and stuff and to a certain extent that boy up front, uh, Gallagher and, and Callum Chambers and the, the list goes on, Nathaniel Klein. It's really hard to stay motivated to produce those sorts yeah. of players if you're just going to get them picked up. But and, the, and the one they lost, Ricky Lambert, is not a product of their youth academy. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it is, it is. Well, that's a bargain they picked up lower down to try and... True. But that feeds, back to my, that feeds back to my point about the FA Cup, because if their team gets pulled to pieces now, next season they're completely unrecognisable, how good would it have been for them to win the FA Cup? They could have won the FA Cup. There's no reason they couldn't have won it. I mean, they got knocked out by Sunderland, I think it was. But that's not going to make a player stay, though, is it? No, but at least it's for the sure fans and for the club, yeah, yeah. they can say FA Cup winners 2014 or whatever, you know. And, and now there's no... You're set. Yeah. No one's going to remember them for the eight. I can eight. say it. You know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quite yeah. as well. Um, Manchester United, hey, Louis van Halzen. Mm. Marvellous scenes. Big pair of bollocks. Massive pair of balls. <laughs> Massive pair of balls. The dream's over, guys. I, like, I, like I think one of my moments of last season, actually, was Amalfitano's goal for West Brom. Yeah. What I find Not really... Megging Johnny Evans. Yeah, yeah when he took the whole of the Man United team yeah. on, and it was such a nonchalant finish yeah, at Old is, Trafford, at that end as well. He mm. took the Man United team on by running diagonally down the pitch, yeah. and that was enough to confuse them. <laughs> yeah. And, and they were the ghost out of Pac-Man, Have you can't move diagonally. Have you played FIFA 95? Yeah. That's the move. West Brom, Managed to, managed to do what only Everton, Sunderland, Spurs, Newcastle have done this season. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There's a lot of credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> but what a, can Van Hal bring um, the, the, the fortress feel? Well, it was great when, when obviously no one likes to see a person lose their job. David Moyes seems like a good egg, you know, he's you know, he done a great job at Everton and stuff. But the, the statement that Man United released only just stopped short of going, we didn't think it would be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I know it started off by saying, I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Like, but we didn't know it would be that bad. <laughs> and we don't sack managers very often, so give us a pass. Yeah. We'd like to thank David for all the hard work he's done. <laughs> We're as surprised as you. Yeah. <laughs> 
you think of Van Alpe at Manchester United? I mean, it seems like I thought he would have got the job actually about. Well, you know, ten years ago when yeah. Ferguson was, there was talking about. Well, I, I, I just, just like the fact that the first thing he said was basically apologising that he didn't sign for Spurs, and basically mentioned Jimmy Greaves, how he liked Jimmy Greaves. Yeah. Yeah. It's a confusing start of a press yeah. conference. Yeah. And the banner went over. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Back> off Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> we bought ten of these. We've got seven left. Yeah. <laughs> the last one I'm going to smash it in the centre yeah. circle. Yeah. Yeah. New Sharp Barbecue next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your own cassette. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, uh, but uh, Manchester United are a funny one, aren't they? Because they need to sign players. But will people be put off the fact they're not in the Champions League? Well, I mean, the thing with Van Hal is, is Van Hal's a big name. He's obviously made very top level, done an awful lot of good stuff in the game. But people, I think, are using his name as almost like a byword for success. Yeah. yeah. And he's and actually had difficulty in places as well. He has. And so it's not automatically going to be um, successful straight away. They've got a lot of rebuilding to do. They've got, they're not going to have European football next season, which mm. may help them. Um, but if you're a fringe player who might be able to get a bit of game time in the Champions League, you're sort of thinking, well, why should I sign for Manchester United? Yeah. I'm going to just be sat I, I, still think I still think they're a big draw. I still think, you know, you've got a lot of fans... But the names have been linked with people like Tony Cruz. I mean, come on. Yeah. Could they really attract people like that? I don't know. They've been linked with about six Bayern Munich players. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like time they're taking the piss out of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For 99. Yeah. Here's another player that we're yeah. not going to give you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember 99? We do. Do you like Thomas Muller? You're not having him. You can have a drawing. Yeah, yeah, you can have a drawing of Thomas Muller to put on the dressing room <laughs> on non-match days. <laughs> yes, Jim. We'll help you sign Ander Herrera. <laughs> yeah, um, cool. yeah. I mean, on paper, though, the idea of Louis van Gaal managing Man United is terrifying. You know, he, he should make that club really, really good again. I think that the fun is over. And, you know, look at the players they do still have there. They have Wayne Rooney, they have Juan Mata, they have Robin van Persie. There's still a lot of talent there. And, you know, they w the talent that squad has should not have finished seventh in the Premier League. So I think, I, I think this is going to be, you know, Back to normal for Man United. Maybe, maybe they won't win the title, but I surely think they'll be well, I mean, challenging I mean, again. So you'd fancy. I mean, as every season these days, you'd fancy City and Chelsea to strengthen, and you'd yeah. fancy. And that fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ch Chelsea rumoured, of course, with um, Fabregas. Yeah. Now, Van well, Persie was a bit of a sickly gym, but if you saw that, I think though, the, the difference is you have to be sort of level-headed about this sort of thing because th that's what modern football is like now. If you, you have these cases where you snap up players from another team's academy on some sort of rule, and then they go on to be a world-class player and move. All around the world for loads of different clubs. That's it's just what happens. You can't be too angry about it or too yeah. bitter about it. If he, I mean, Arsenal apparently have a buyback option, so if they don't do that, we can't really sort of whinge at anyone but ourselves. Oh, yeah, so we have him back. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Lampard looks though like he's going to move on to the MLS, which is a good move. Although um, the MLS season doesn't start until March or certainly into the, the new year. Yeah. Or something like that, and so there's a little bit of uh, a window of opportunity, which Harry Redknapp seems to have first dibs on. <laughs> I just, I just, I just, his car window. Yeah, it is literally the window of opportunity. I think Lambert, uh, Lampard deserves so much credit. Yeah, is that the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's How moving around. We've got to get bottled. Lampard deserves so much credit as not only being, you know, one of the very great midfield players mm. in Premier League history, but one of the very great players in Premier League history. Yes. I mean, what he's, he's essentially achieved everything you can achieve. From going from the fat kid from West Ham, yeah. it's amazing the turnaround. Because yeah. he had yeah. to make a sort of PR turnaround as well, and he's won everything he could possibly win yeah. as a player. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's what a yeah, he, deserves, he just deserves credit. I just wanted to make sure he was mentioned in, in that press because, well, because mm. the things he's achieved and, and you know, score, he's, he's the Chelsea's all-time leading scorer. Well, yeah. yeah. well, isn't he one of two now because Yaya Torres? Join him to midfielders to score 20 or more goals in a Premier League season. What I like about it is that Jimenez um, must be raging that he's not in the England squad. 
I went over to the MLS and I'm not allowed to play in the English squad. Well, you what you should do is yeah. get in the squad, yeah. then move to the MLS. That's very true. On That's the standby list for England. <laughs> well, it's, just, you know, it's better than any standby list I've been on. <laughs> just at the hospital. Really, it? <laughs> um, uh, well, there we are. So, well, the Premier League, it'll be hopefully as good uh, next season as it was um, the season just gone. The Championship um, was fantastic as always. And the huge. David Nugent will be in the Premier League. I mean, we'll say this is the championship. Yes, come on, everybody, come on. <laughs> David He's Nugent. the new Grant Hull, and you know it. <laughs> He's going to do nothing. Oh, had a good first season, though. I mean, He's going to do nothing in the second season. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, Nugent, a.k.a. the difference, yeah. as, as we called him. He'll be, he'll be up. Leicester City were, of course, amazing um, uh, this year. And Sean Deitch and Burnley. Mm. were absolutely phenomenal. The interesting the about, about Leicester is, and we were talking about this earlier, is that, is that Leicester didn't actually score what I would consider that many goals for mm. the amount of games they won. I think they won 31 out of 46 games. And they only scored something like 83 goals, mm. which is less than obviously two a game. And you've got to wonder what, how that's going to translate to the Premier League next season. And, they and won't count, mate. They have to score a new goal. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, fuck, then. They're absolutely fucked. Yeah. Uh, they're absolutely fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I actually uh, had a little bet with a friend of mine, a Spurs fan, that, that David Nugent will score more Premier League goals next season than Roberto Soldado. <laughs> so, I'll see you later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The brilliant thing is a Spurs fan will definitely rise to that. Yeah. Get oh, he took the bet. Yeah, he took the bet. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, dear, oh, dear. Brian McDermott had a bad date again, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, he's left Leeds by mutual consent. Has anyone checked on him? Yeah. The amazing oh, thing goodness. with that, though, is McDermott's going to be thinking, so does this mean I come in for training or not? I don't know anymore. Is this another two-day holiday? Yeah. yeah but it was by mutual consent, so do you think he went, well, it's not the worst day of my life. <laughs> 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 it happened on, like, a Friday night at 11.30 as well. Is that right? Which is such a weird thing to do. Do you reckon he thought that it was still the 80s and the papers have already gone to press, <laughs> they can't come? Yeah. But um, Shalino, the, uh, the, the, uh, the owner, he called all the players in for a meeting yesterday, didn't mm. he? And apparently a, a good handful of the squad, according to Sky Sports News, had booked flights to Flat and Hollow that day. Is that right? And uh, one of the young lads, Sam Byram, I think it was, he, he did quite a, not tearful, but he, he, did, he, did, <laughs> he did an interview where he, was, he goes, I, I, I was supposed to go on holiday with my me, me dad today and he's had to fly out on his own, so a bit disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> quite bad for him. Yeah. That's a shame, that's a shame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, we, we look forward to the championship next season and Steve McLaren and Derby, um, they'll be, hopefully they can keep their, their players but as well. top scorers in the league, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Um, in the Scottish Premiership... Um, Go for a beer. Celtic, they won the league again. <laughs> uh, Roy Keane is not being linked with the job anymore, so they won't, be, um, they won't have a madman at the helm. Um, but Paolo Di Canio is being linked <laughs> with... Uh, I, I like that, a politically difficult man for a slightly politically difficult club. I yes. think. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a match made in, in uh, Glasgow. Um, uh, but, yeah, that, I, I think we all hope that Di Canio gets that job, don't we? Unless, of course, you are any a Celtic job. fan. Any job's fine. Any job's fine. <laughs> any job's fine. <laughs> any job's fine. But, but there's a reason to talk. Talk about it, good but, God. Yeah. But as you well know, the Scottish Championship next season will be the place to be where Hearts, Hibs and Rangers will be. Yeah. So, so there we are. Well, a personal highlight for me last, uh, last season, just gone, was Craig Brown being honoured by, uh, <laughs> by the SFA. I'll never forget the quote. I'm getting a wee honour at the weekend. <laughs> was, was what he said. A wee yeah. honour. Yeah. A wee honour. Um, Spain. <laughs> Sp one of the stories of the season was that Atletico Madrid, they won the league. <laughs> Um, absolutely, I mean, amazing, absolutely amazing job. Diego Simeone, okay, missed out on the Champions League, but, but to win the Copa del Rey um, at 
uh, against Real Madrid at the Bernabeu the previous season and then to win the league on the last day against Barcelona was, was phenomenal. I mean, they've got a shoestring budget. They lost Falcao um, the, the, the previous year. What a job that he did, Jim. Yeah, it was, it was, it was beautiful, it wasn't was, it? Because it, was, it looked on a few occasions like they were going to stumble and it wasn't quite going to happen. But he just united that squad so much. I think it actually knocks the confidence of Real Madrid and Barcelona more than you would expect it on, on their own squad. And they just they refused to not win that league. It was, it was, yeah. It was yeah, absolutely. The most impressive thing for me was, as we said at the time, is that the way they play, the, the high energy, the pressing they go through and, and, and the physical demands that Simeone puts through them that they follow um, without question, you were thinking they're not going to keep this up. It yeah. can't happen. That's a hard game for a big squad. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, but they're they small. small the last three or four matches, though, they looked dead on their feet. Well, they, I mean, they dragged <laughs> yeah. themselves over the line, didn't they? And, and you <laughs> made the point, Marcus, about the, the final week of La Liga, which basically effectively meant that they were going to struggle because they had to try for an extra week in the Champions League mm. final. And, of course, they came so close to the Champions League final. You, you knew it was going to happen, though, yep. didn't you? You knew they it. just couldn't and, quite get there. And the Simeone thing was, the five-minute thing was so bizarre because he, he just went off the hook, didn't he? Yeah. He went absolutely crazy. Well, that's yeah, what indeed. I like about him. He's not interested in being like this kind of PR, man, PR manager kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. right. With Atletico Madrid, though, can they But what do you think they'll do next season? Well, next season, I mean, they've, they've pretty much lost Diego Costa, of course. David Villa is pretty much joined New York City. Uh, yeah. He's their only player at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. Uh, well, what happens if they don't sign anyone else? Yeah. Well, Simeone will have to become player manager, yeah. which we, I think we'd all like to see. Um, uh, yeah, a, a, a highlight, of course, in Spain, the season gone was Real Madrid 3, Barcelona 4 was fantastic. Gareth Bale, what a season he had, yeah. winning two trophies, scoring in, in both finals. And Luis Enrique, new head of, the, um, new head of the coach of, of Barcelona, will be, be quite intriguing. We're going to have to wrap up the first half, though, um, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, so uh, we'll be talking about World Cup and, uh, in all its glory in the second half. So uh, do... Uh, go get know, a beer. Go I'm get... that guy in the back with a bottle. Yeah, he's already got one. <laughs> if I get a beer off him, he it sounds like he's got a few. Down. If you're his mate, stop him getting a beer. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's indeed correct. So uh, we'll see you in the second half. Remember, there's a short video coming up right now. Thank Which you very much. See you in the second half. Not very good. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.